With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, Recorded live. <laughs>
to get where they are. We don't know what it takes for that person to sustain what they have. And we used to always say you're trying to keep up with the Joneses. And there was only a couple of Joneses that I knew, but I know Jones is a common answer. All the Joneses I know ain't got nothing like me. I don't know where the Joneses came, but when we have a tendency to want to uh, uh, watch other folk and, and do what other folk are doing because what works for them is not necessarily going to work for you. Amen? And what works for you won't necessarily work for others. Some folk, you may know some of them, some folk got to have the latest of everything. Am I the only one? You know somebody that, oh, this is coming out. What they, I, I thought we was on the iPhone 10. They come out, seemed like, every other week. But, and, and, and it was like, no, this is just the iPhone 8. They, but, but people are, are paying good money for an iPhone. I don't care what series it is, but I do like the feature of iPhone Siri. Siri, what time is it? Time for you to buy a watch. No, but when 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 we get so infatuated with what we see other folk dealing with and have, and, and we say, "Lord, I want that." Be careful what you ask for, 
But then there's also a spiritual side. We ask God for certain things, and we, 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 if you understand here, he says, he says the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighted. He delighted. He delighted, which means that when God sends him in a direction, he's not questioning God, he's not fighting God, but he delighted in whichever path that God sends him on because he trusts the one that's sending him. Amen? My question is, have we got there yet? Oh, I know what we say. I know what we sing. I know what we quote, and, and, and we high-five each other. But, but when the dust settles and it's you and the, and the Lord one-on-one, are you totally sold out to say, here I am, Lord? We'll sing the songs and tear up and foam up and hafaka masi and, and, and skip around a little bit. But, but my question is, I don't have to do all that if I'm really sold out for the Lord. What are you trying to say, preacher? What I'm trying to say is that, that my action has to sometime line up with my word. I know I'm saved. I know I'm sanctified. I know I'm Holy Ghost here. And folks can't even stand next to you too close. So you say, can I have my space, please? Can I please have my space? So when we're asking God to, 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 to line us up, how many want God to bless you? Amen. No, I'm serious now. I mean, I, I, as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, if you really want the Lord to bless you in your outdoor world, I want you to say, Lord, bless me. Lord, bless me. Let me, uh, let me see if this side is. Say, Lord, bless me. Lord, bless me. When we ask God to bless us, do you realize what you're asking him for? I told y'all I, I stopped singing. So I used to love to sing it. And I still hear it come up in my head every now and then. Give me the strength to climb. I used to love it. You don't have to move my mountain, but give me the strength to climb. But God say, I've given you authority not just to climb a mountain, but to speak to the mountain. But why do I want to climb something that I got authority to speak to? I don't have to deal with that if I don't want. Lord, you know what? Lord, remove this. Remove this. I don't even want to climb this one. Remove, because he's given me authority. You don't understand what all God has given us. And people, and I say this all the time, and I've been on it, and, and, and you, you, you seek in power, and power is good, but power can't move until authority gives permission. Amen. So when you understand that, that God has given us dominion and power to along with some, some, some authority, to correct some things in our lives. But watch what happens when we ask the Lord to bless us. Be careful what you ask for for those who just showed up. Psalms 37, 23, and Psalms 119, 133. First thing we ask, we say, Lord, give me strength. What am I asking God for? If I'm asking to get strong, what makes one stronger? Resistance. If you've ever done any type of conditioning in your life, when you have resistance, 
and you're pushing forward and resistance is pushing against you, you can't help but get stronger. So if I'm asking God for strength, how many going to admit, Lord, I've been asking for strength? Uh, now you want to know why the trouble is in your way because you've been lost and you asked for this. Be careful what you ask for. Lord, give me strength. Oh, Mr. Prince, would you meet me in my office, please? <sighs> okay, Lord, what's going on? And oh, Lord, don't smile. I'm just giving you what you ask for. Are you the parent of such a... Yes. Well, your child has been in a little altercation. Oh, Lord. But we've asked the Lord for the strength. Lord, 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 why not me? Because you can't handle what I've already given you. You're asking God to do things in your life, and you're whining about the stuff he didn't already place before you. So in order to get to the next level, somebody say next level, I got to get stronger. See, we get what we get happy when we hear something, now I'm stronger. Now, oh, thank you, Jesus. But you got to understand, you got to earn that. You got to earn that because you, you can't tell your story if you ain't had to go through nothing. Testimony came because I passed the test. Message came because I went through some mess. So I got to understand that the strength comes through my struggle. Somebody said, I ought to be able to lift the house. <laughs> but well, understand, understand, God not picking on you. God is bragging on you. Jesus can handle it. <laughs> You're like, Lord, no, I can't. But you say, yes, you can, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. When, when I understand that it's bigger than me, and God, whatever you send me, i got to trust that you know that you ain't going to let nothing happen to me that I can't handle. So i got to say, bring it on. If the world was perfect, if everybody had their way, would nobody have any issues at all? None of your folks would ever get sick. Nobody would ever die. Everybody would have plenty of money. Everybody would live in whatever they want to live in, drive whatever they want to drive. They can eat whatever they want to eat, don't have to worry about nothing going wrong, and it would just be a perfect world. But you know what? It would be a world full of fools. Because the minute you get a little easement in your life, you forget who Jesus is. You go to the doctor, you go to the doctor, Lord, don't let nothing happen, don't let nothing happen, Lord, let me be clean, bill of hell, let me get a clean, bill of hell. And the doctor say, you're good. And you skip it along, doing whatever you want to do, acting how you want to act. And you never know how things can find you indirectly. Somebody say indirectly. Found out, maybe you all have heard, there was a shooting at Grambling last week, two young men lives were taken. I happen to be directly connected on both sides. The young man who did the shooting 
went to my old high school in, in St. Louis, Vashon High School. He played football. And his coach was my teammate. How twisted is that? Well, we're asking God to be able to reach people. Sometimes you're going to have to reach people in some difficult situations. Hello? We don't, we don't know what truly perfect situation is. What we think is perfect is not what God wants to be perfect for us. So we have to learn how to adjust on the fly. So when I'm asking God for strength, you don't know what lies ahead. But you got to trust what lies ahead. Here is Abraham. Abraham was promised to be the father of the nations. Not nation, nations. Plural. And the only son that God had allowed for him to have at that time was Isaac. And Isaac was to be offered up. So did Abraham heard the message. He said, offer up your son. Now, can you imagine the confusion that comes from Abraham? He says, God, you promised me that I'm going to be the father of many nations, and I know how this thing is supposed to work. It's supposed to come through my bloodline. Well, Ishmael, who I had with Hagar, was not the right option because you told me that, and you gave me grace and mercy on that. Now the one that you're supposed to go through, you're telling me to offer him up? But the son never fought his father. The son kept saying, well, father, if we are going to offer up a sacrifice to the Lord, where is the sacrifice? Where is the offering? But that is not what really gets into my mind about that particular story. Or should I say event? The scripture does not say one thing about Isaac fighting his father. That he laid him on the altar. Laid him on the altar of sacrifice. And when he laid him on the altar of sacrifice, you got to know, Isaac has sense enough to know, I guess I'm it. But watch this. Somebody say trust. He trusts his father's father. Y'all don't hear me. He trusts his father's father that if this is the will of God, if this is my faith in God, then so be it. He never fought his father nor his father's. Y'all better hear me this morning. Be careful what you ask for. And in the midst of all this, the anguish that has to go through Abraham, knowing that he loved this boy that's laying across his altar. But he trusts God enough to follow through. Are are y'all hearing me this morning? And, and the scripture says, somebody say scripture said it, not pastor, that as he got ready to thrust down, an angel 
came and stopped his process. I need you to I need you to really marinate on that. He said, Lord, I don't understand it. I sure don't like it. But here goes Abraham. God heard you. And he honored you. And because of your faithfulness, I want you to go back. And look in those bushes. And there was a ram entangled in the bush. That's where the term a ram in the bush comes from. And because the ram was entangled in the bush. Now, here's something that really, really plays with me. They were so focused on what God had them to do that they didn't even see the ram on their way to the altar. We need to be so focused on what God would have us to do that you can't see this junk going on around you, that you don't get entangled in this stuff going on around you because you have to understand what God has for me is for me. So when I ask God for strength, he's going to allow all kinds of stuff to come your way. Or are you going to trust the process? Or are you going to hold on to his unchanging hand? See, we can sound good. Hold to his hand. We get to rock it. Hey, God's unchanging hand. Oh, 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 to his hand. God's unchanging hand. Do we get happy? Bill, build your hope on things eternal. But what if you don't know the words to that song? You still got to hold to his hand. Hello? You still got to trust the process. All that is saying, trust the process. God's going to work it out. That's all he's saying. Y'all know I do a remix every now and then. <laughs> every week. All right now. All right now. I have security to get you up out of here. No, I'm <laughs> But 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 what if I never knew? See, it ain't being because you can quote every song that we sing don't make you saved. Y'all better hear me. Oh, I know that scripture. Just because you know every scripture that comes up through text don't make you saved. Just because you know when to sit up or when to sit down or when to clap or when to say amen don't make you saved. Because save is like an invitation. Everybody has the invitation to be saved. All you have to do is accept it. If you believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth, then you shall be saved. Well, if I shall be saved, who are you to tell me that I'm not? And if I shall be saved, at some point I got to... Live like I'm saved. Hello? Because this is easy. I'm so glad I'm And I'm sanctified. And I'm filled with the Holy You sound good, but it's more to it than harmonizing. Amen? 
be careful what you ask for. Next thing we ask for, we say, Lord, give me patience. You know what you're asking for then? Somebody get on your last good nerve. <laughs> we all got that somebody. You see the phone ring, you're like, oh, Lord. Oh, Lord, not not now. And then, and, and it seems like God would have them call when you really don't want to be bothered with nothing or nobody. Even, oh, really? Now, Lord, and what you do? I'm just going to let it go to voicemail. And they'll call right back. Woo, <laughs> just say ouch, because you know I'm in your house this morning. Woo, <laughs> Lord, it was me. <laughs> and, you, and then they keep calling. But that, they are so persistent because you know why? All they're doing is what God gave them to do. That's all they're doing. Be careful what you ask for. You say, Lord, I want to be an impact on people. That's the person that you impact. The ones you're trying to impact ain't thinking about. See, the ones you have an impact on, you don't want to have to think about them. What you say, son? Okay. Okay. We're going to pray out the while. We're going to pray out the while. You know, we, we sit up here, we go like, oh, my God. I can't. But you, you turn around. Lord, increase my ministry. Lord, open me up for me. And the folks he's sending you to minister to, you don't want to have to deal with them. See, you know what this means? I, I ain't saying all preachers. But some preachers, they don't, they don't want a congregation if they ain't got this amount of money within the congregation. But you know, I need, I need some. No, no. God say, God say, be blessed on whoever I send you. Okay. Entreat whoever I send you. Love on whoever I send you. Lead whoever I send you because you're still going to be held accountable. Amen. Hello? So you finally pick up the phone. The person you was trying to avoid has blessed your soul. You be repenting, Lord, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jesus. I, I didn't want to have nothing to do, but the Lord, they really, and they drop some nuggets on it and make you think, mm, hallelujah, oh, my God. You, and you're trying to keep it cool because most of the time it's the folks you think, I ain't supposed to be telling them my business. They, I'm, I've been doing this longer than they've been doing this. That simple little message they give you. I, well, I was just thinking about you. You hang up the phone. Woo, Lord, hallelujah. And you ain't, got, you ain't got a godly enough sense in you to tell that person thank you. Be careful what you ask for. We always want to impress folks that ain't thinking about you. I mean, I'm serious. I'm serious. Why would you keep on investing in somebody that don't want to invest back in you? Amen. Hello? Does that make sense? I'm sitting up here going like, now, wait a minute, Jesus. There is Sister Prince. Sister Prince cute. Fine, even. At least to me. <laughs> but if Sister Prince act like she didn't want to have nothing to do with me, I'd have to keep on next. <laughs> I can't make her like me. You see her like me, don't you? You like me, all right. I'll make up to you later. <laughs> you understand? You 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 cannot force the will of people who don't want to be bothered. The same thing with the gospel. Folks think because they shout Jesus every other syllable that they speak to folks is going to get folks saved. No, somebody say near the life. I'm going to have to give you my resume on what all I've done for the Lord. 
live the life. When you live the life, and then people be like, wow, I didn't even realize that he had done or she had done all that they had done. Humble is the way. Humble is the way. You can tell when certain people get their little money between January and April. Y'all, y'all, y'all caught that. They go out and, and the, 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 the zoot suit people just get happy. Yeah, it's that time. Let me go get these peacock suits. And we, and I looking good. I fell for that back in, 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 in the day when I thought that's what church was about. You know, now you should have known something was wrong. I'm going to say this. I'm going to get out of here. You, you should, I should have known something was wrong. That I can get three suits with shoes for two hundred dollars. I should have stopped. I should have stopped. Somebody should have stopped me then. Sister Principal, I tried. You know, and and, and you know, you you feeling good, you man. I'm, I'm saved, you know, <laughs> I'm looking good. And you put them for, look, let me, I don't know about anybody else. I know my feet. I said, Lord, if you ever get me through this day, them shoes will not see these feet ever again. <laughs> I said, Lord, I said, Lord, please get me through this. Feet just going boom, 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 boom. Be careful what you ever work. Man, that might work for you, brother. You're looking like new money, but I can't do it. I can't do it. I'd rather wear my sketches. Y'all better hear me. Because I want to be comfortable while I'm serving. Hello? So when you understand, we, we can't follow and do everything that everybody else is doing. Not that that's bad. Or not that it's good. I know what works for me. And when you understand that, you be like, okay, Lord, I got you. So give me, when I'm asking for this patience, you got to be careful what you're asking for. Number three, Lord, increase my territory. Woo! Hallelujah. Get spirited in. Well, y'all, y'all get to go into these car dealerships and laying your hands on cars and got a 200 credit rating in the name of Jesus. I claim it. It's shut that up, You got shot. Thank you, Lord. I, I claim it in Jesus' name. They miss the prince. Your score is so low, we didn't even show up on the radar. And you tell me you want a 2018 version of the Yugo? How about you go back to wherever you come from and ride your bicycle until you can increase your credit? Tell about increasing your territory. Somebody say, work with what you got. <laughs> Don't be sitting up here asking for, for for a caviar. You know you got a baloney budget. 
Ain't nothing wrong with a baloney, brother. You can go a long way off a baloney. <laughs> but you got to understand your lane. This is where I am right now. So I'm going to say right now. Because right everything is in process of time and season for everything. But this is where I am right now. I'm not trying to get ahead of the game. I got to go through so I can appreciate where I come from. Hello? Folks don't want to act like that they, that they, that they, they, they're poor. You, yeah, you're poor. Because Jesus said the poor you'll have with you always. That don't mean I'm going to be there forever. Somebody said my change is coming. No, say it like you believe it. My change is coming. That's what I'm talking about. Say it from your chest. You asking God to increase your territory, you won't take care of the little patch you got now. I need more money, Lord. Well, you ain't tithing on what I'm blessing you with now. Uh, yeah, let me walk on this one just for a minute. Because I don't talk about it a lot. I said, Lord, I said, I believe what your words say. If you preach and teach the gospel, the people are going to do right. Well, sometimes I see why the preachers treat y'all like baby seals. What do they do to baby? They keep hitting them across the head. Keep hitting them across the head. Give, 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 give. And what happened? Eventually, folks start giving. But I believe that if you let the word get into the heart of man, because when a person's heart is right, their giving becomes right. So then maybe, uh-oh, you're not giving because your heart ain't right. I don't want you to give out of reluctance, because when you're giving begrudgingly, you're not going to be blessed, nor is the church going to be blessed. But if you're giving because you understand the process, I won't eat. Right? It's cold this morning, right? It's cold. Some of you stayed at home this morning because it was too cold. Oh, Lord, I don't know. Uh-uh, Jesus, I listened on the radio this morning. I'm not doing that one. I, I hear it. I listen to the rebroadcast or something. Oh, it's cold this morning. My beard's feeling too good this morning. But, but, but you expect heat when you walk in this building. Because Sam Bernard will cut you off. <laughs> they will flip it right in the middle of praise and worship. God is great quick. Oh, well, was that you, Jesus? No, that was a Sam Bernard. You hadn't paid your bill. Hello? But we, when, we, when, we, when we need things and want things, I want you all to hear me real good. There's a difference between needing something and wanting something. I don't want you to tithe. I need you to tithe. Why? Because that's how the church, everybody say the church, was designed to operate on. If the church becomes the church and does what the church will, I ain't talking about tithing for the preacher to live off of, but tithing for the church collectively to live off of. Hello? Because if you're hungry and you know that there's a need or, or something that somebody at the church is going to look out for you, how can we not take care of you? Hello? Jackie, you like eating? Oh, okay, I do too, if you couldn't tell. But we have to be able to take care of home because charity begins at home. But we're asking God to increase our territory, and we won't take care of our main territory. 
You take care of everybody else. You know, you even pay yourself twice. You say, I work hard. I'm, I'm, I'm going to treat myself. You treat yourself and you see something else come up that you want, or I, I'm going to get that too. God know my heart. Yeah, he know your heart. That's why he said repent. Uh-oh, I'm almost done, y'all. I ain't fussing at It don't matter. <laughs> Number four, the key to delighting in his way. Remember I had y'all repeat that, delighting in his way? The key to enlightening or delighting in his way, I need everybody to say this, endurance. You must be able to endure. I need you to understand something. The problem with us enduring is that we don't understand what endurance is. I'm going to give you some quick outlines and then we're going to pray. Number one, or should I say A, endurance is a prayer life. See, we're always looking for something magical and, and deep that we can write down or put on a T-shirt. But no, endurance, the first step to endurance is a prayer life. Well, Lord, I don't know how to pray. Yes, you do, because you talk every day. And prayer is nothing but a conversation with God. You th- you're, you're, you're misguiding and mistaking prayer for being able to sit down and moan and groan for an hour. See, that's not praying. Not saying that that's not praying, but that's not the only method of praying. Jesus will. You just prayed. Lord, have mercy. You just prayed. Lord, it's your son. Lord, it's your daughter. You just prayed. People say, well, man, you pray so beautifully while I'm doing this talking to the Lord. Instead of you calling your best friend, how about calling on Jesus? You know, well, I, I'm going to tell my friend all about my trouble. Yeah, and they're going to listen, and if you get them mad, they're going to put it on Facebook. But when I talk to Jesus, he's going to handle it. And if he can't handle it, why is he going to give me the strength to do it? So, A, you got to have a prayer life. It's like a prayer life. Everybody, a prayer life. Okay, thank you. B, you got to have a selfless life. What does that mean? We got too many saved, sanctified folks that are selfish. Selfish. You're just so selfish. The only people you pray for is in your house. Only people you check on is in your house. When was the last time you just went through your phone and either sent a text or just called for say, I'm just thinking about you, nothing needed, just how you doing? Just wanted to let you know that somebody is praying for you today. Just wanted to check and see if everything was all right with you today. It's been a while since I've spoken with you. Is everything okay? This is how you endure. I'm trying to help somebody endure. Amen? C, a giving life. I'm not just talking about your, your finance. You know, people, 
Yeah, that's all they talk about. No, no, no. There's more than giving than just money. How about giving of your time? How about giving of your, your knowledge? How about giving of your, your, your abilities, your talents, to help enhance whatever you're connected to? Because if you're connected to something and you know that you have certain gifts and talents and you don't contribute to that thing being successful, then you're part of the blame. Hello? Amen. I'm almost done. D, a faithful life. Amen? Faith can carry you such a long way. Y'all ain't got no warrants out there. No, this, I know it's a power story. <laughs> you know, you hear that sound, oh, Lord. You know, something I said, faith and the silence went off, right? <laughs> <laughs> But you've got to remain faithful. You've got to remain faithful. Because when I don't have anything else, all i got is my faith. When you've been systematically picked out to be picked on, all you got left is your faith. So you got to understand that when you're carrying this cross, yeah, we all got to carry our own personal cross, but you're carrying your cross for your brother, for your sister. And I'm not just talking about your blood brother, your blood sister. And technically I am talking about your blood brother and your blood sister because we're all connected by the blood of Jesus. And when, when when I'm constantly on that grind, you got to think to yourself, it's bigger than me. Yeah, I'm tired, Lord. I'm, Lord, I'm tired. I'm tired. Have you ever been so tired that you just start weeping? Folks say, what's wrong? I'm just tired. It's not necessarily anything going wrong. You're just tired. I'm, I'm fighting the fight that I know to fight, Lord, and, and, and I know that my change is going to come. But right now, I'm just tired. Maybe, maybe you haven't got there yet. Where it seems like the harder, the harder I put in, the more I put in, the more resistance on the baby he's making you stronger. Lord, it seems like every time I thought I had a breakthrough, here you come, allowing the enemy to come in and flood me. But the scripture tells me that when, not if, but when the enemy comes in, God's going to raise a standard. And the only way that you know that that standard is working, hello, hello, hello. The only way you know that that standard is working is that I got to be going through something. So we say, be careful what you ask for. Some of you have said, Lord, I want my children to be protected. They're going to have to go through some bonehead choices that they make, that they make. Let me say that again, parents, that they make. Now, because they made a bonehead choice don't mean that you or I were a bad parent. Hello? Well, remember, you asked God, God, keep my children covered. The last I checked, you only need covering when you're out the wheel. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. 
I watch the kids say, well, pastor said I get a card, pass. No, I didn't say you get a pass. But we know that if you wake up enough, and, and sometimes you got to forgive the children. you got to treat them like Jesus did on the cross. Forgive them, Father, because they know not what they say. They know not what they do. They know not what you do. And you know, you as a parent, you're like, okay, all right. <laughs> That's what you want to do. You be careful what you ask for. That's what you want. Yeah, mama, daddy, oh, uh, what's up? What you mean, what's up? What you want? That is. But you got to understand everything that's happened in our lives. You got to remember, it wasn't designed to take you down. It was designed to build you up. So when each one of my children were born, I took them and I presented them back to the Lord. I said, Lord, whatever their roads may cross, their paths may cross, protect them. I'm giving them back to you. You gave them to me on this short time here on earth, but I'm ultimately giving them back to you. Lord, help me to be the guider and the navigator that they need in life until they can guide and navigate themselves. You got to be careful what you ask for. Because there'll be times, and you got to understand that the scriptures are so true. We forget Matthew 5. We forget about that. He said, I came that there will be war in the household. Mother against daughter. Father against son. Son-in-law against mother-in-law. And you all thought it was, no, that's God's will. But he had Tension and strife come between everybody except husband and wife. Why would he do that? Why would God want to purposely call it? Now, you got to understand, not all tension is going to end up in bad results. Y'all know I love Nat Geo, and I told y'all about the next y'all go. When the lion, the male lion, gets to be a certain age, the father, who's pretty reserved back on the scene, he will come and whoop on the lion. Whoop on him enough to tell him it's time for you to go. He said, get on. Because guess what? He won't go if he ain't been given no option to go. He won't leave. What do you mean he won't leave? Make him leave. That's all the lion said. So you don't understand. See, what happens is, I used to really think, I used to really think that I hated my father. But all he was was a lion. Now he's dope. <laughs> but daddy, now he's dope. Notice they're getting harder and harder, right? He said, but daddy, I said it's time for you to go. You know, Bill Cosby got me messed up. I'm watching, what was it? The Cosby Show. And I'm, I'm serious, he's about to close on this. I needed $75 for a book. 
I'm going to call my daddy. He said, man, I don't owe you nothing. I said, but daddy, I'm in college here, and? He said, you you over 18. Son, your plate is broke. I said, huh? He said, you better figure it out. Click. I'm fussing and coming in this man. I mean, he tripping. All I needed was a little help on my book. But guess what? I got that book, and I didn't steal it. I said, hey, sis, could I borrow your book? And I went to the library. <laughs> Whatever the chapters was. <laughs> Here you go. Thanks a lot, sis. And then about two or three weeks, he says, can I borrow your book again? <laughs> go get that. Go get the next three, four chapters. <laughs> if there's a will, there's a way. Amen. But when everything that seems bad for you is really good for you. Hello? Well, let me say, what seems bad to you is good for you. Amen. So be careful what you ask for. And when it does come your way, don't get surprised. Don't get shocked. Don't be overwhelmed. Because God's word is true. He said he never put anything on you that you couldn't bear. Let us stand for prayer, please. Hallelujah. You are standing because you know that God has a purpose and a will for your life. And because of that purpose and that will that's in your life, we have to understand that things don't always go according to our plans. Therefore, we we have to be careful and mindful of what we're asking God to do in our lives. Endurance comes through conditioning. And conditioning comes to commitment. And commitment is nothing but a promise that you made to yourself and the Lord. See, I remind myself when people see this this wedding ring, yes, it does signify that I'm married, but it really reminds me of the commitment that I made to God on her behalf. Hello. Does it mean that 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 you're gonna always be having everything that's conscious in the front load? No, but God will not. Hey, 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 remember the commitment. And I'm just talking about life now. I'm talking about life. Remember the commitment. So the commitment that we're asking that we're seeking for on today is, Lord, continue to enlighten me. Continue to strengthen me. Yes, I said strengthen, even though after we went through this morning. But, Lord, continue to use me. And I can be the worthy vessel that you can say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. If any of these are hitting you, that's why I just need you to surrender right where you are. Say, Lord, I'm here. Use me. Lord, 
I'm here. Feel me. Lord, I'm here. Restore me. In Jesus' name. Father, we stretch out to you right now asking that your mercy light continues to shine in our direction. That your grace guide will continue to navigate us through our ridiculous decisions choices that we make from time to time. But more importantly, God, I, I'm asking you to make me a better brother, to make me a better sister, to make me a better husband, make me a better wife, make me a better person, God, that I could be a true representation of what your will is and not mine alone. Now, God, we're standing before you asking you to bless our homes, bless our jobs, bless our health, bless our communities. Bless our leadership, natural and spiritual. Look on the well-being of this country. Look on the well-being of our state. Look on the well-being of our cities, communities, and counties. That we could unite under the blood of Jesus. Now, Lord, I'll give you the glory and I'll give you the praise right now because you are worthy. I'll give you the shouts right now because you are worthy. In your most glorious name, Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Give God a hand praise. Hallelujah. We thank God for those who have listened. We pray that something was said to encourage you, to enlighten you, to let you know that God's grace is more than enough.
Amen.
Okay, well, this is almost the better day than like 300 online. What do you think? Oh. What are we gonna eat, guys? It's the most silly to have Yeah. 
No, I got this. 
I feel. Mano, me cago. 
Hey, Dad, did you put this on the right channel? I mean, Philip. What did you do with the remote? I like um, I don't know what. I like I mean, I, 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 I don't know why. Back when I was here, I 
it was just it, it was different looks, you know what I mean?
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.